This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Reuters published what was called an exclusive story based on three unnamed sources that Donald J. Trump would order the EPA to reject the 67 gap year SRE requests for waivers pending from the renewable fuel standard. There were 98 SRE requests in total, so these would be the retroactive dated ones. Hearing that all would be rejected would be a better story. In total, they add up to a billion bushels of corn demand. Neither the White House nor EPA had confirmed the story at this point. If true, you will see Donald J. Trump in Iowa and Minnesota very soon leading a parade while accepting kudos from Joni Ernst for making this decision. I did not want to rain on the parade, but the petroleum companies will sue over this. And Trump lied to us in 2016, costing us 1.5 billion bushels in corn demand during his first term by approving SREs. Watch and listen to him closely. Trump usually calls unnamed sources fake news. I hope not. The Atlantic Monthly story based on unnamed sources on Trump's comments on the military made sense, and so does this one. The red market believed it. SRE requests from the EPA have been 100% politicized. The motivation for rejecting SRE requests is 100% to get votes, and it will have a positive effect politically. If he and Ernst look strong in the polls, this would not be happening. He will now have to find something to calm petroleum interests in return. As I have noted, Senator Joni Ernst is being heavily challenged for her Senate seat. She has not delivered on ethanol to date, and this would help her. Donald J. Trump also wants to make a serious play for Minnesota in the presidential election. If the SRE requests are rejected, that would help him politically in Minnesota, too. As such, a decision on waivers is not because of ethanol or even RFS law. It is being made to score political benefit. He gets something in return for doing the right thing. I have noted that if he did not reject the waivers ahead of the election, it would not happen after. The Renewable Fuels Association said they welcomed the news in the Reuters report, but have not issued any strong statement yet as of this report. It is great news, but he actually needs to do it, and not just leak through unnamed sources that he will. Less corn will be harvested for grain this year. By that I mean that livestock producers are harvesting more acres for feed because of the reduced yields. More of my corn will end up in a bunker as cattle feed that otherwise would have been delivered as grain to an ethanol plant. Crops here are soon poised for harvest. Stock quality is of major concern as the plant cannibalized stocks to fill grain. I think that the threat of harvest pressure that I had anticipated this fall back in July has mostly evaporated. There will be plenty of storage here and farmers are not going to be very interested sellers unless the price improves. Our local cash corn basis at the ethanol plant has narrowed, producing a premium for immediate delivery over the last half of September. Commercials are also short of soybeans, paying $10 a bushel places in Illinois. I could see basis levels improving through harvest here, and users will try to steal as much of the crop as they can during harvest. I think that the market gurus who analyze their historical data understate the impact the abbreviated end of the growing season will have on the crop. It will take until the October crop report until the USDA has enough of their plots harvested to get the picture. I do not see that happening with the September report. 
I believe that the harvest pressure will be to the upside when end users understand that they are losing access to cheap feed and feedstock. I did the crop tour thing again last Tuesday as for the first time in a long time. Rain had put the dust down after just a few tenths of an inch. That way my pickup didn't get dirty. The high around noon here was 46 degrees yesterday, so crops went from the furnace immediately into the refrigerator like that was a good thing. I don't think that the crazy cold temperatures are good for crops either. I drove 40 miles and did not see one cornfield that would benefit an iota from rain, which was mostly drizzle at this point. Most soybean fields were either brown or yellow with a random field that was still green. Some had combined around the green areas. Soil type will make a big difference to yield. There'll be a great yield variability based on several factors. Corn grown in rotation with soybeans will outyield corn on corn more than usual. The further into maturity the crops were before the rain stopped will have a significant impact on yields. Early varieties planted early will be the best with the vice versa. Late varieties or late planted varieties losing too much fill time before maturity was forced on them by the water shortage. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.